Welcome back to another edition of the Goose's Loose podcast. It is Wednesday, February 6th. Uh, it's approximately 6 o'clock. Um, and football season has ended, unfortunately. Hope everybody had a good uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, we enjoyed some good beers, uh, some wings, and some buffalo chicken dip here in Charlotte. Um Obviously gambled the game, made a little bit of money. Not as much as I probably should have, um, given how well my picks on the podcast were. Um, and that I had the Patriots minus two and a half. Um, I lost some money in some juice uh, on a couple um, props. Um, I put in a couple Patriots win by X amount, Rams win by X amount that I knew would lose, but I did hit Patriots win between seven and 10 for plus 400. So, um, I did all right, probably not as good as I should have done on paper, but, um, we did pretty good. It was a positive weekend, got paid. So that's what it is. Um, man, fuck the Patriots. Uh, they're great. Tom Brady's the goat played like shit. Um, but they won. Um, not really much else to say that hasn't been said. Uh, clearly a dynasty. Um, Brady's the best, even though he didn't play that well. Um, I was just surprised how quickly the Rams looked out of the game. I mean, Goff didn't seem like he was calm at any point in the game. Gurley, who knows what the hell's going on with him. McVay was out coached top to bottom. Uh, even Greg Zerline missed a kick at the end um, that affected a lot of numbers, I know. But it is what it is. Um, on the pod last week, I did give out Pats minus two and a half for the game spread, obviously covered. Um, my big loser was under one and a half um, rushing touchdown, minus 145. That's where I lost some juice. Um, fucking got down to the two. It's, I think everybody saw it. Gronk catch and then they mark it at the two yard line they probably he probably was inside one and a half and it was just a bad spot and the Patriots just rushed up and ran it in on first down so it is what it is uh longest field goal over 47 and a half that hit sacks over three and a half that hit over one and a half interceptions that hit over 0.5 fumbles was a loss defensive special teams touchdown was a loss Johnny Hecker touchback was a loss but my three um Sunday props, Saturday night Sunday props that went along with the Super Bowl one. Mike Conley points, rebounds, assists versus Patriots points. Uh, Conley had 40, so that's obviously a winner. Luka Doncic points Saturday night plus 16 and a half versus distance of first field goal. Uh, Luka had 35 on Saturday night plus 16 and a half is 51 and a half. Um, I believe the first field goal was like 43, so that was a winner. And John Rahm's fourth-round score, which was a 69 minus 20.5 for longest touchdown made. Um, so the longest touchdown needed to be less than 48.5 yards. And there was one touchdown in the game, and it was a two-yard run. So obviously that one hit. Um, I think that's everything I gave out on the podcast. Um, I added a couple right before kickoff. I added a couple during the day. Um, like I said, I ended up hitting Patriots win by between seven and 10 points. Um, only made about a unit though, because of, I lost on Patriots win between 11 and 13 points, Rams between seven and 10 and Rams by 11 and 13. Um, obviously that game stunk in a way. Um, I believe I said it on pod, we were due for a bad Super Bowl, And I think that hit, um, Pretty nail on the head. Um, wasn't the worst Super Bowl. I know a lot of people are saying that. 
but obviously was not um, as exciting and entertaining as I think everybody even thought. Um, the over-under was like 54. That missed by plenty of points. Um, just kind of feel, I mean, I'll take that game though, where it's close. I mean, I know there was no scoring, but at least it was a one possession game for the majority of the game. Um, it did feel like anything could happen at any time. So I was enjoying it. Um, it was just boring. I mean, it is what it is. Um, the halftime show sucked. No question about it. Um, I didn't have high hopes, but it was, my hopes were low and expectations were low and it failed to meet either. Uh, just horrible, probably the worst in recent memory. Um, off the top of my head, the best Super Bowl halftime show, maybe just because it's most famous, but it's obviously Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Um, and the number two in my head is just anytime Bruno Mars performed at halftime. Uh, I'm a sneaky, huge Bruno Mars fan. I think he is severely underrated and just a terrific performer, singer, dancer, makes great music. Um, but yeah, that's where we're at with the Super Bowl. Football season is over. Maybe I will start getting into college basketball now. Um, I mean, it's college basketball just sucks. It sucks to watch. Um, I've watched Syracuse games this year and then probably single-digit games that aren't Syracuse. Probably the second most team I've watched is Duke because they're just so good and Zion and RJ and Cam Reddish. But Tennessee is apparently the number one team in the country. Who knew about that? Um it's not quite college basketball season yet. Um, obviously, with the NBA trade deadline being tomorrow, and trade rumors, and Anthony Davis, and since this last, since my last podcast dropped, um, there's a couple huge trades. Porzingis being one of them. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, college basketball season, I guess, is next up. Um, NBA is about to take their All Star break, um, and yeah, so we'll get into the NBA trades. Um, I think it was right the next day, Thursday, uh, Porzingis goes to Dallas. Um, I'm not a Knicks fan by any means. Uh, I mean, I'm from upstate New York, but we, you know, the Knicks play two and a half hours away. So basically like the Knicks and every other sport, upstate New York, Albany, New York does not have a team in, in their region, I would say. Um, but you just got to feel for Knicks fans, man. Trading for, they, they traded Porzingis to essentially clear up cap space by attaching Tim Hardaway and Courtney Lee um, to Porzingis and getting rid of him to open up two max slots uh, for the summer. Um, I think everybody obviously is anticipating Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant being there. Um, I know back in October, maybe November, uh, a couple months ago, TJL did predict uh, Kevin Durant going to the Knicks. So just remember where you heard that when everybody starts all these rumors and people talking about it now. TJL had it a couple months ago. Um, all in all, I just think it was a horrible trade. So Porzingis, Hardaway, Courtney Lee, Trey Burke for Wes Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, Dennis Smith Jr., and some draft picks. Um, the Knicks are, without a shadow of a doubt, just delusional. I just It's just crazy to me that you trade the only player that has had any sort of hope that you have drafted since Patrick Ewing. Porzingis, they haven't had a a player that they have drafted re-sign a uh, after their rookie contract, I believe since Charlie Ward, I want to say in the nineties um, and Porzingis, I guess people are saying he's going to take the qualifying off offer next year, which is just crazy, especially coming off an ACL. Nobody's ever done that before, which means he would be a free agent unrestricted in 2020. Um, it's just so fucking weird, man. It, 
the best you could get, even if the Knicks' idea is that they want to trade Porzingis to free up uh, cap space by attaching Hardaway and Courtney Lee to it, I just there there had to have been a better trade out there than Dennis Smith Jr. Um, obviously, Wes Matthews and DeAndre Jordan are expiring contracts, but it's just uh, it just sucks, man. I. It, People want to say that there's, you know, hush hush deals that Durant has said that he's going to be a Nick. I just can't believe that. I don't believe there's any player that is going to give that sort of a handshake deal this far in advance to a team that has been inept for so many years. Um, James Dolan, obviously the owner. Um, it's just, just just doesn't make sense to me um, why somebody would commit to that team so far in advance, not knowing what the hell's what pick they're going to have, any of that stuff, who's going to be on the team. Um, so to, to think they had a promise from Kevin Durant or Kyrie just seems strange. I know that's what people want to say. I personally don't believe it. Although I do think Kevin Durant still ends up in New York. I just don't see how they had a handshake deal now, but it is what it is. Um, Rodney Hood was traded for Nick Stauskas and Wade Baldwin. Um, this is all just since the last pod. So this is just the NBA season at, at its finest. Um, Rodney Hood, obviously a Duke player. I never was high on him. Don't think he's that good. Still don't think he's that good. Um, I think it was a good trade for the Cavs to take a chance on Nick Stauskas. And I, I mean, I say that and I just kind of am taking it back as I say it because it seems like a lot of teams have given that guy a chance. Um, and he keeps winding up on new teams. Um, but overnight between, um, Tuesday and Wednesday night, Tobias Harris got traded, um, from the Clippers to the 76ers. Uh, funny story. I was actually at the Hornets Clippers game last night, which was Tuesday night. Um, and Tobias Harris hit the game winning shot. Um, Bobin got one minute into the game, um, they put him in at the end for a defensive rebound. That was the only time he got, but he's also obviously a crowd favorite. Um, but it's just kind of funny seeing Tobias Harris hit a game-winning shot and then gets traded a couple hours later. Uh, so Tobias Harris was traded. F- Tobias Harris, Bobin, and Mike Scott were traded for Wilson Chandler, Mascala, and Landry Shamet for some picks. Um Tobias Harris was an interesting upcoming free agent. He is expiring this year so he will be up at the end of this year and the Sixers will have to resign him um I do believe that they traded for him anticipating that he will resign with them um I do think they gave up too much for um Tobias I guess I'm not really sure um what how long they were like in talks and stuff but I just think maybe I'm overvaluing Landry Shamit who I have watched a couple times this year and I think he is going to be very good in the NBA um and I know he's a rookie they just drafted him I just think it was strange that they just kind of drafted him and got rid of him he to me reminds me of like a better version of J.J. Redick where he can still knock down shots and play that J.J. Redick role um but he's also kind of a playmaker he's got a nice little off the dribble um so I just wouldn't have traded him, but we'll see what the Sixers do. Tobias, um, they've got a great starting lineup now. Probably, yeah, probably the best starting lineup, at least in the East, um, with Simmons, Redick, Tobias, Embiid, and um, who else? Who am I missing? Wow, this is bad. Live on pod. Ben Simmons, JJ, Tobias. Who the fuck? Oh, Jimmy Butler. That was a bad brain fart live on pod. Um, But yeah, 
J.J. Redick, Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Embiid. That's a hell of a starting lineup. Um, bench doesn't matter in the playoffs, so we'll see what they can do. And then a couple small trades that happened. Um, uh, Savi, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name, the rookie that is out of Canvas, Canvas, Kansas, uh, was traded to the Pistons for Reggie Bullock. I think there was a pick involved. And Malachi Richardson, who led Syracuse to the Final Four a couple years ago, went from the Raptors to the Sixers. So shout out to Malachi. Um, just a crazy week. Uh, I mean, just since last pod, all those trades went down. Obviously, a couple blockbusters. Uh, I would consider Porzingis a blockbuster. Um, I was a huge. I, I mean, again, I'm not a Knicks fan, but I was a. I was definitely a Porzingis fan. I don't know how you couldn't be. Um, that was just so much fun to watch. Him and Luca is going to be so awesome to watch. Um, I, I saw the quote from Cuban. He said like. Uh, he remembers a mistake he made by not letting Steve Nash and Dirk kind of play longer together. He got rid of Steve Nash too early. He said he's not going to make that same mistake with Luka and KP. Um, so assuming KP doesn't take a qualifying offer next year, or if he does and still resigns long-term with them, I am for sure going to be a Mavs fan, uh, Luka and KP. I will, did, I will officially give my allegiance to the Mavericks if um, KP is there long-term with Luka. Um, just in general, I fucking love watching Luca and to see what he'll be able to do with KP. I think those Euro guys have like a little connection, um, just like a little extra chip. I would love to, if I was a GM, I would definitely be getting um, Euro stars like that. I think that's the kind of the Spurs way, and it's clearly worked over the couple years. Um, but yeah, just what a week! What a week in the NBA, man! Uh, what a sport! What a league! Other than that, we are just uh, relaxing here, uh, packing up tonight for a trip to Charleston this weekend to play some golf. Um, surely some golf uh, updates on my game to follow on next week's pod. I should mention I did play this past weekend with a brand new driver. I shot a 107, um, had the brand new driver out on the first tee, uh, put it right off to the right, about probably 60 yards, horrible shot, um, second T second hole second T did basically the same thing um it went a little bit straighter but only about 60 yards basically miss hit it um I should mention I'm not good at golf either I'm not blaming the driver uh third hole kind of got the hang of it again um not my best drive of the day certainly so it took me about three holes to warm up with the new driver I finally got to a place where I felt a little bit more comfortable um and and kind of got into my groove and basically played to what I am um, so I shot a 107. I'll, I'll probably, I'll say I probably would have shot a 104 if I had been used to that driver. I'll say I wasted three strokes on those first three holes, possibly four. We'll say I, I would have shot a 103 had I been used to that driver. So I am looking to break a hundred this weekend. Um, this weekend, if not this weekend, this summer, it, it is definitely happening. Um, the game is improving. It, it's getting there. So definitely updates to come on that. Um, I'm drinking a lazy magnolia orange sangria sour right now. Um, no, this was just in my fridge. I actually have no idea where it came from. Uh, it's pretty good. I don't know if it's old, but it, it is pretty good. Not great. Pretty good. Um, but other than that, I got to get to packing. Uh, watch some more NBA games. Enjoy yourself. Peace.